Good morning, and welcome to Simply Tech. It's Wednesday, February 7th. On today's show, Microsoft CEO Nadella discusses the AI LLM race, while the refreshed Porsche Taycan promises to drive farther and charge faster. Plus, an ex-Tesla exec is leading a Ford Skunk Works project to develop a low-cost EV. This coverage and more up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Tech. We start off with a look at Microsoft's strategic investments in AI, which have positioned the software giant as the world's most valuable company. CEO Satya Nadella recently took a swipe at the competition, stating that Microsoft has the best model today and is waiting for the competition to catch up. He made these remarks at a company event in Mumbai, where he encouraged businesses to explore AI to enhance productivity and refine their products. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent for Simply Tech. Yes, David. Nadella's comments were indeed a rare show of confidence. He was addressing leaders of some of India's largest companies, urging them not to fall behind in the adoption of AI. He also highlighted that India has become the second largest talent base for AI developers on GitHub. That's interesting. What else did Nadella say about India's role in AI development? Nadella, who was born in India, expressed his belief in the country's potential. He said, India is not just incredible anymore. We are credible as well. India is starting to dream big and going after this dream like our lives depend on it. He also mentioned that Microsoft plans to offer AI skilling opportunities to 2 million Indians in smaller cities and towns by next year. That's a significant commitment. Did he mention any specific examples of how AI is being used in India? Yes, he did. He highlighted Karya, an ethical data company that creates datasets in multiple Indian languages to train AI models. This not only helps in the development of AI, but also provides jobs and education to people in rural areas. Nadella said that the use cases in India are unique and are paving their own path. It's clear that Microsoft sees a lot of potential in India. What can we expect from the competition that Nadella mentioned? While Nadella didn't mention any specific competitors, it's clear that the AI space is highly competitive. Companies around the world are investing heavily in AI, and it's likely that we'll see more advancements and innovations in the near future. However, with Microsoft's current position and aggressive investments, they seem to be leading the pack. Thanks for the insights, Abby. In other tech news, Porsche is giving its first electric car, the Taycan Sport Sedan, a significant upgrade. The 2025 model will boast improved driving range, performance, and fast charging capabilities. Here to delve into the details is our correspondent from Simply Tech. Indeed, David. The 2025 Taken will come in two body styles, the Sport Sedan and the Cross Turismo Wagon, each with four powertrain options and rear and all-wheel drive variants. The sedans will be available this fall, with prices ranging from $101,395 to $210,095. The Cross Turismo models will be available later this fall, starting at $130,095. What can you tell us about the battery configurations for the 2025 Taycan? The 2023 Taken came with two battery configurations, 79 kilowatt hours and 93 kilowatt hours. For the 2025 model year, Porsche is now also offering a gross capacity 105 kilowatt hour battery as part of its Performance Battery Plus package. 
And how does this impact the Taycan's charging capabilities? Porsche claims that the 2025 Taycan will be one of the fastest charging EVs on the road, able to go from 0 to 80% in just 18 minutes. This is an improvement over other EVs with 800-volt architectures. The new Taycan will be able to charge at 800-volt DC charging stations at up to 320 kilowatts, an improvement of 50 kilowatts over the previous model. What other enhancements can we expect from the new Taycan? The new Taycan will be more efficient than past models due to a variety of factors, including a new advanced powertrain, more powerful batteries, revised thermal management, a next-generation heat pump, and a modified recuperation and all-wheel drive strategy. The maximum recuperation capacity while slowing down from high speeds has increased by more than 30%. All variants of the refreshed Taycan will come standard with aerodynamically optimized 21-inch wheels and reduced rolling resistance tires. How does this translate to the Taycan's performance? The improved efficiency allows Porsche to shave crucial seconds off of the Taycan's 0 to 60 mph sprint time. For example, the rear-wheel drive Taycan now sprints from 0 to 60 mph in 4.5 seconds, making it 0.6 seconds quicker than before. Meanwhile, the new Taycan Turbo S sedan will be capable of reaching 60 mph in just 2.3 seconds, 0.3 seconds quicker than previously. That makes it the quickest production car Porsche has ever offered. What about the design of the refreshed Taycan? The refreshed Taycan has new headlights and taillights, as well as new front fenders. Inside you'll find new brushed aluminum door sill protectors. There's also an option for a leather-free interior that swaps the cow skin for a high-quality microfiber material called Racetex. And what can we expect in terms of range? Porsche isn't releasing any official range estimates at this time, though it did recently conduct range tests in Southern California with some media outlets in which one prototype traveled an impressive 364 miles on a single charge. Under less ideal conditions, the Taycan got around 300 miles of range. What about the Taycan's integration with technology, such as Apple CarPlay? Porsche says that Apple CarPlay has been more deeply integrated into the vehicle displays and functions in the updated Taycan. Porsche will be among the first automakers to feature the newly immersive version of CarPlay. A new in-car video function also enables video streaming on the central display and the passenger display. What does this refreshed Taycan tell us about Porsche's future lineup of EVs? The refreshed Taycan is making a statement about what we can expect with Porsche's future lineup of EVs. The all-electric Macan SUV is due out later this year, followed by electric versions of the 718 two-seater and a plug-in Cayenne. The automaker has also said it is working on a brand new electric SUV that will round out the lineup. Thanks for the insights, James. Now, let's shift gears to the world of electric vehicles. Managing a fleet of these vehicles can be a complex task, especially due to long charging times and limited charging point availability. Guided Energy, a French startup, is addressing this issue with a software tool that assists EV fleet operators with charge management and dispatch. Here to delve into this further is our correspondent, Bella. Can you tell us more about how this software works? Certainly, David. Guided Energy software aggregates data from vehicles and both public and private charging points. It then uses machine learning to provide guidance on when and where vehicles should be charged. 
the software connects directly to EVs and charging points and can also integrate with existing telematics or supervision platforms, providing a unified, real-time view of EV operations. That sounds like a significant advancement. Who are some of Guided Energy's customers and how are they benefiting from this tool? Guided Energy's customers include car rental agency Sixt and private car service Addison Lee. These companies often have in-house charging points, but can run into capacity issues. Some resort to public charging or even charging at employees' homes, but integrating these external solutions into their operational, reporting, or finance workflows can be challenging. Guided Energy's software helps streamline this process. What are some of the factors that the software takes into account when determining the best charging options? The software considers several factors. Charging price for EV vehicles can vary significantly. For example, charging at home is usually cheap but slow, while charging on the highway is typically more expensive. The software also takes into account the amount of time required to charge the battery sufficiently and the distance between the charging point and the vehicle's destination. All these factors are crucial in optimizing the charging process. And what kind of savings can a company expect from using this software? Guided Energy estimates that it can offer direct and indirect savings of up to $10,000 per electric vehicle when you consider both charging prices and operating costs. The company charges a subscription fee per vehicle, which is around 30 to 40 per vehicle per month. How many vehicles are currently being tracked by Guided Energy's platform? At present, Guided Energy tracks more than 1,000 vehicles on its platform. This number is expected to double in the next few months as the company has already signed contracts with additional customers. Thanks for the insights, Bella. In other tech news, Alan Clark, former Tesla and Ford Advanced EV Development boss, is now leading a Ford Skunk Works project to develop a low-cost electric vehicle. This was briefly mentioned by Ford CEO Jim Farley during the company's fourth quarter earnings call. Our correspondent for Simply Tech Celeste is here to delve into this. Can you tell us more about this Skunk Works project? Certainly, David. The Skunk Works project, which is about two years old and based in Irvine, California, is working on a third-generation EV. It includes engineers from Automotive Power, or AMP, the EV power startup that Ford acquired in November 2023. The project is likely focused on cost, smaller EVs, and efficiency, including the battery. What can we expect from this project in terms of vehicle types and software? According to Farley, the platform being developed by the Skunk Works team is flexible and will be deployed to several types of vehicles. It will also have a large install base for software and services, similar to what we're currently seeing at Ford Pro, the company's commercial unit. Ford has recently scaled back some of its EV investment plans. How does this project fit into Ford's overall strategy? Despite scaling back on some EV investments, Ford is still investing in future products. Last May, Farley revealed details for its second-generation EV platform, which will be the basis of the T3 electric truck and three-row SUV that are going into production in 2025. The Skunk Works project seems to be part of this continued focus on EVs, with an emphasis on cost and efficiency. How is Ford's EV business performing in comparison to its other units? Ford's EV business, Ford Model E, continues to drag down its earnings. In the fourth quarter of 2023, Ford Model E 
generated $1.6 billion in revenue, significantly less than Ford Blue and Ford Pro, which brought in $26.2 billion and $15.4 billion, respectively. However, the company's outlook remains positive, expecting to make between $10 billion and $12 billion in adjusted pre-tax earnings. That's certainly a development to watch. Thanks to our Simply Tech reporter Celeste for shedding light on Ford's Skunk Works project. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Tech. We'll see you back here tomorrow.